What is up, all my Nexus family? It is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimley, and you are tuned into yet another episode of the Nexus Podcast. And on this week's episode of the podcast, I want to talk about the difference between the left brain and right brain functions and how they can set you up for success or failure in every aspect of your life, regardless of age. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Nexus Podcast, where we take a little deep dive into the left brain functions versus the right brain functions. Okay, here's what we have on tap today. I always notice taking care of clients that I can, with some level of predictability, with some level of certainty, be able to tell if someone I'm taking care of is functioning from a right brain place or a left brain place. Now, most of us have heard that right brain is the creative side of the brain. That's the artsy, music, nonverbal side of the brain, which is true. And on the other side, on the other hand, there's the left side of the brain, which is very much like the math, language, the small details, things like that side of the brain. And so when we talk about the brain, one of the things that I can do, especially when I'm taking care of clients, is I can, like I said, with some level of predictability, with some level of certainty and confidence, be able to tell if someone has been functioning from their right side of the brain or their left side of the brain, depending on how their body presents, depending on which side of the body I'm adjusting them on. And so what this means is that a lot of times things will show up in the people that we take care of because of the way that we take care of them and that we can figure out, hey, this person was really doing a lot of creative tasks today and it's showing up in their body in a certain way. On the other hand, we can also see someone maybe who usually does creative tasks was really focused on numbers or metrics or something that was a little more left brain dominant that day, and that can show up in their body in the exact same way. So the reason I'm sharing this with you is because I believe that it is important for you to understand, for us all to understand the actual functions of the left brain versus the right brain. And what this means is that, yes, creativity is right brain. Yes, math and science and being more literal is the left side of the brain. But there are a bunch of other pieces that come into play. And this is where I think it's so important for chiropractors and to understand if you're looking into some holistic care for you or your family and understanding that if your providers are not addressing the brain, then you're likely missing the cause of an issue. Like, There's nothing that frustrates me more. I see day in and day out on Facebook groups that I'm a part of where people ask for solutions to issues. And the thing, the first thing that comes up is a recommendation of supplements. Now, I have no problems with supplements. I take a few supplements myself. But the thing is, is that if our body is in a stressed out state, it directly affects the way our nervous system, the way our brain functions. And if that brain stops functioning well, the brain tells the body how to digest food. So if we have a poor digestive system and we are taking supplements, we are completely missing the boat. We are completely missing the ability to actually absorb those healthy nutrients because the body is stuck in a stressed out state because the brain controls how the body digests food. The brain controls hormone function. The brain controls muscle function. So all the time I see people recommend these outside in approaches to health and healing. And the problem is, is I see tons of people in my office who show up and say, listen, I have done everything under the sun. I've done surgery. I've done medication. I've done supplements. I've done enemas. I've done colonics. I've done this thing. I've done that thing. I've done infrared sauna. I've done cold baths. I've done all of it. And I've got little tiny results, but nothing seems to stick. And this is the problem that most people face. 
And the reason that they mo- they face it is because no one has ever told them the story that I'm about to tell you. And so this is rooted in the science. You can find this easily. If you, you can look anywhere, you can look on Google and find all this information about the left brain and right brain functions. But I think it's important to note because it's going to allow us a place to have a conversation where you can start to see and start to piece together just by listening to someone. The way that we listen to people in our office, we can start to figure out what's going on with them from a brain perspective, from a cause perspective, from the moment we sit down and start having a conversation with them which is radically different than just saying, oh, you have this symptom here, let's put a Band-Aid on it by giving you this drug or this medication or this pill or this potion or this lotion or whatever it is. And so here's what happens. Let me just break down. We're gonna start with the right side of the brain. And I'm gonna tell you everything that is controlled by the right side of the brain and then we'll jump into the left side of the brain and we'll talk about some implications of either of these. So the right side of the brain sees big picture. It is not the detail side of the brain. It is the big picture, big vision side of the brain. The right side of the brain also controls your postural muscles. So when we see someone with poor posture, that's an indicator that the right side of the brain may not be functioning well. Interestingly as well, as the right side of the brain develops first, we'll get back into this here in just a second. The right side of the brain controls balance and coordination. Balance and coordination. It is the nonverbal side of the brain. So being able to read someone's body language, being able to notice someone's eye contact or tell by the look on their face that they're being sarcastic or just be able to look someone in the eyes and trust them. The right side of the brain is a nonverbal side of the brain. The right side of the brain likes new stuff. So it's the attention side of the brain. The right side of the brain is what allows for someone to pay attention or not be able to pay attention. It's also the emotional side of the brain. It's the side of the brain that allows you to connect with other people. The right side of the brain is also cautious. And it likes to avoid things that are scary. And then lastly, and one of the most important things that we're going to talk about is that the right side of the brain also turns off the immune system. It turns off the immune system. So think of the right brain as like the brake pedal. Now, if we jump over to the left side of the brain, the left side of the brain sees small details. So it is very nitty gritty detail oriented. So this is why people who are very left brain dominant are like numbers people, big time numbers people. The left side of the brain also controls small muscles. So we're talking fine, fine motor movements. So when we see someone who has difficulty tying their shoes as a kiddo and they should easily be able to tie their shoes. It's an indicator that the left side of the brain is probably weak. And we'll go on. The left side of the brain is also the reading, writing, speaking, and math side of the brain. The left side of the brain is the literal and logical side of the brain. The left side of the brain likes patterns and routines. It does not like new stuff. It is the curious side of the brain and it activates the immune system via antibodies. So the left side of the brain turns on the immune system. Now, I just went through a big laundry list of stuff with you. So let's break this down. What does this mean? Well, let's just look at something that would be considered, in my opinion, a symptom like autism. So kiddos traditionally with autism present what they can present on a spectrum of different things. But, you know, some big ones that come up are like abnormal posture, inability to make eye contact, don't necessarily understand sarcasm, uh, things like that. And so when we look at the right brain function versus the left brain function, we can start to see that kiddos, generally speaking, who are diagnosed with some kind of sensory processing disorder like autism or Asperger's, well, the right side of the brain is a nonverbal side of the brain. And so if the right side of the brain is not functioning well, then what we're going to see is an inability to make eye contact, an inability to want to talk to people, an inability to want to connect with people. A lot of times kiddos with um, autism are on the spectrum in some sense have issues with balance and coordination or they like to toe walk and things like this. And it all has to do with the right side of the brain being weak, being understimulated. And the list could go on and on and on and on and on. 
On the other hand, if we continue this conversation about kiddos on the spectrum, autism or sensory processing disorders, if we see that, okay, they're having difficulty with eye contact and they're nonverbal, um, they, you know, we could jump into the other side of the brain. It's like, why would a kiddo who has autism love to have things in a very specific order and things have to be done in a very specific way and they don't like new things? Well, that's the left side of the brain being super fired up. And so we can see as we start to piece these things together is that things like autism or sensory processing disorders, it's a direct reflection of the brain function. Like the autism itself is just a symptom. It's just an expression of the brain. When we address the brain, when we address the right side of the brain and start to strengthen it, we can allow for a better brain function, for better connections within the brain so that the body functions better. And these kiddos start to get results where they can start to make eye contact and where they can start to talk again and where they can start to connect with people and understand emotions differently. And the list could go on and on and on. So let's continue. Let's take jump out of the autism conversation and just talk about school issues. So oftentimes what I see are kiddos who have very, very much difficulty paying attention in school. These are like the hyperactive kids. They don't want to, you know, they don't want to do their homework. They want to be up. They want to be running around. And this is all the result of the right side of the brain. The right side of the brain is the attention side of the brain. So again, if we look at this and we just say, okay, left side of the brain is a literal, logical patterns, routine side of the brain. The right side of the brain likes new. It's the attention side of the brain. If the right side of the brain is weak, we're not going to be able to pay attention. And we see this all the time. And the interesting thing is that stress can affect either the left side of the brain or right side of the brain, depending on what's going on in the body, specifically within the spine. And so if we go into, again, we jump into something like anxiety, depression. Well, you know, a big thing with anxiety or depression is like people not connecting with other people. The emotions, empathy side of the brain, the right side of the brain is again, weakened. And here's the interesting part about all of this is that as the right side of the brain gets weak, if we want to look at just sickness for a second, the right side of the brain turns off the immune system. Okay. So if we see people who are chronically ear infections, over responsive, um, autoimmune issues, the list could go on and on and on. One of the things that I start looking at is I start thinking, okay, well, the right side of the brain can't turn off the immune system. And so the immune system is literally over responding and overreacting to its environment to everything because of the left side of the brain activates the immune system and the right side of the brain can't turn it off. So again, this gas pedal brake pedal analogy, the right side of the brain comes in and it's a brake pedal, but if it's not working well, if the brakes aren't there, the brakes aren't strong or the brake lines cut, then the only thing that can do is the left side of the brain, the activation of the immune system is going to ramp up, ramp up, ramp up, ramp up, ramp up. And this is how we would see something like autoimmune issues or skin issues or digestive issues. And the list could go on and on and on and on. And literally, it's just a right side of the brain, left side of the brain conversation. So when we talk about digestion, the right side of the brain controls the digestive system. So people who are having digestive issues, a lot of times this comes into play because the right side of the brain is not functioning well. It's not controlling the blood flow to the left side of the brain and therefore we get digestive issues. The digestive issues then lead to a lack of being able to absorb certain nutrients and then that leads to a host of other problems. But again, what I'm telling you is that the cause is the brain, the brain not functioning well. It's not because the digestive system was broken. It's because the brain wasn't functioning well that controls the digestive system, which then controls our digestion, which then controls how our bodies or how our cells create energy or use those nutrients that we're getting or not getting based on how our digestion system is functioning. So again, we're talking about addressing the cause. The cause is the brain. The brain controls every function that happens inside of the body. And without a healthy functioning brain, both left side and right side equally together, we get issues down the line. And here's where this gets really, really interesting. It's because 
everything that we know about the brain is that the right side of the brain in children develops first. I'm going to say that one more time because this is important to understand. The right side of the brain in children develops first. And so when we get kiddos, when we start looking at posture, for instance, and we have kids with this super hunched over posture, which I see all the time from cell phones and from iPads and things like that. That posture is a direct indicator of the right side of their brain functioning well. That side of the brain develops first and it actually controls blood flow to the left side of the brain. So imagine now that we have a right side of the brain that hasn't been developing well because of stress from a kiddo who's from the day they're born. So their digestive, digestive system's off, their immune system's turned off or their immune system's over-responsive, um, and the right side of the brain's not functioning well, then we can't come in and we can't slow down our ability for our mind to like run and race and think about all the details of, oh my gosh, I have to do this tomorrow. Oh my gosh, I have to do this tomorrow. Oh my gosh, this has to get done. And then we get all these sleep issues. We get these... Um, you know, immune issues where people are sick all the time. And it's literally because the right side of the brain is not functioning well, controlling how the left side of the brain functions or doesn't function when it needs to slow down. Now, here's another interesting piece of this is that when we think about right brain function and we think about the right brain developing first and controlling blood flow to the left side of the brain, another piece of this is that the left side of the brain, and this was found by an, uh, he's a neuroscientist. His name is Antonio, Anthony DiMaggio. And one of the things that he found was this. He found that the left side of your cortex, the left side of your brain, can weave a story of reality that isn't true. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, the last few weeks I've been talking about telling yourself stories and how to break yourself free from the stories, from the anxiety, from the stress, from the struggle that you are experiencing. And one of the things that will happen is that unless you have a strong right side of the brain, a rational, reasonable, empathetic, emotional side of the brain to function, your left side of the brain can completely deceive you that the world is scary, that the world is stressful, that the world is dangerous. This all the while completely wrecks your immune system, completely wrecks your digestive system, completely wrecks your ability to be present, to be product, productive, and to be profitable inside of every aspect of your life. And this is one of the most important things that I could stress to you is that as people if you know someone looking for a healthcare provider, healthcare practitioner, and they're looking for answers because no one else has been able to give it to them, I'm just going to have you consider to maybe reach out or have a conversation with someone who is skilled and knowledgeable in addressing the right side of the brain versus the left side of the brain. And through a very specific set of steps, through a very specific set of tasks or adjustments that chiropractors like myself can do, we can address and we can start to strengthen one side of the brain or the other and see these things turn around in people. And again, because what we're doing is we're addressing the cause of an issue. Anything downstream from the brain is just a symptom. And if we're continually addressing symptoms, we will never create health. And all we're doing is addressing sick. And that is not a healthcare approach. It is a sick care approach. And this is one of the most important things that I could share with you. And so I'm going to leave you with that. I love and appreciate every single one of you. If you have questions, please reach out. You can email us, DM us on Instagram or Facebook. You can also reach out on our website. I have one final ask and is that, it, that is this, is if you could please share this up with somebody who needs to hear this message, I would greatly appreciate it. This is how we change the lives of more people in this beautiful community that we get to live in. I love and appreciate every single one of you. I will come at you again next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. 
If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.